welcome back to another episode of Anxiety Doesn't Own Me. My name is Emmanuel Isaacson, and I'm an anxiety coach who helps people to heal their anxiety naturally. On today's episode, what I'm going to be talking about is things that we need to stop doing in order for us to heal our anxiety. Because a lot of times we hear what we should be doing, right? We should be doing this and we should be doing that. But there are things that we should stop doing in order for us to help us to calm down our anxiety. And today, I'm going to walk through some of the things that you should stop doing in order to start feeling better and have more energy and to calm down your anxiety. So one of the things that, and this is a hard thing to do, but one of the things that we should stop doing is avoiding situations that trigger our anxiety. And I know this is hard. I know it is. It's not an easy thing to not avoid situations that trigger your anxiety because of the way it makes you feel. Anxiety makes you feel in a very, it's more of a negative feeling. It's not a positive feeling where we feel good because if it did, we wouldn't avoid these situations. And we perceive these situations as dangerous. It could be that something bad has happened there in the past or that we are afraid something's going to happen in the future if we go there or that we are afraid that we may experience a panic attack and we don't want to experience that. But the more, the more we avoid those situations, the bigger and stronger our anxiety becomes because we are giving power, we are giving control over to our anxiety, and we want to take back that control from our anxiety. We have to take back control from our anxiety because it, that's, it's not helping us whenever we avoid. We may feel right now comfortable where we are right now, but... The truth is, is that it's increased our anxiety because every time we have to go to that place or even think about that place, we start feeling uneasy. We start feeling very anxious and we may even experience a panic attack because of that. And what we want to do is eradicate that. We want to eradicate that thing from our anxiety arsenal because what we do whenever we not avoid the situation is basically showing to the amygdala like, hey, this place is safe. Nothing bad actually is happening. And we need to talk to ourselves and coach ourselves and put exposure therapy. And of course, there's a way to do exposure therapy and like saying to yourself, like, this is a safe place right over here where I am, whatever that situation is, right? That triggers your anxiety. We have to tell that place is a safe place, just like your home or wherever your safe place is. The same thing over there, that situation, we need to reprogram the amygdala and show like, hey, that place is a safe place. So we don't want to avoid situations that are triggering our anxiety. Again, we have to take baby steps to get to that place, but we want to continue moving forward all the time. Another thing that a lot of us do is that we try to push out our thoughts. We try to push out our feelings or our sensations. We try to avoid these things. Again, you see avoid or fight. A lot of us do fight and say, no, 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 I shouldn't be thinking like this. Like, stop thinking like this. I don't want to think like this. Or they're trying to push out the thought. We don't want to do that. We want to stop doing that. We want to more of accept and feel what we're going through and be okay with our thoughts and not trying to push it out because we have to understand that these thoughts have no meaning. It has no meaning whatsoever. It doesn't mean that's going to happen to us, whatever our thoughts are popping up as. We need to more be with our thoughts, our our feelings and sensations. The reason why we want to do that is because 
if we continuously fight these things and not want these things, what's going to happen is, is that it's going to create more anxiety. And the reason why is because we're putting more stress and pressure on ourselves. Because think about it, whenever you're trying to push out a thought, whenever you're trying to push out a feeling or a sensation that you don't want to have, you're putting stress on your body. And that doesn't help us to calm down. Because again, our sympathetic nervous system is what's affected. And that's what handles our stress, worry, and pressure in our fight and fight mode, right? So right now it is not properly functioning because of those things from years and years and years of experiencing stress, worry, and pressure. So this is the reason why. But if we add more stress and, and pressure, what happens is that our sympathetic nervous system can heal itself. And another reason why is because we want to reprogram our amygdala. We want to reprogram our mind into showing that, hey, there's nothing wrong in feeling these thoughts or feelings or sensations. It doesn't mean anything bad is going to happen. It's okay to feel this way. So what that does also is that it stops sending a signal to the sympathetic nervous system, which is not functioning properly right now. So what it does is that it stops sending a signal to the sympathetic nervous system, which is again responsible for our fight and fight mode and which is not functioning properly. What it's doing is basically whenever it stops sending a signal, you are able to heal your sympathetic nervous system that way because it stops sending a signal to the sympathetic nervous system to activate the fight and fight mode. Another thing is over here that we should stop doing is being around toxic people. This is not an easy thing to do because unfortunately there are some family members that we have that are toxic and it's not that easy just to um, cut them out from our lives, but we need to love them from a distance. That's the thing. We need to love those people from a distance because it's affecting us at the end of the day. And if they're not willing to change, we cannot force that on a person. We can't. It's impossible. It's going to take out so much energy out of us. So what we could do is, of course, number one is telling them how you feel and expressing what you're going through and expressing the hurt and what it's actually causing you, the pain that they're actually causing you so that and tell them, like, hey, listen, you know, I don't want to stop being, uh, you know, close with you, but this is really affecting me. And I would really appreciate if you actually stop doing A, B, and C. Now, if they're not willing to do that, and they might say, yeah, 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 but you see that their actions are not aligning with their, with whatever they're saying, then we need to start loving them from a distance. It's not helping us. And I know that it's hard for some people, but this is something that I had to do me personally as well because it was affecting me. It was really bothering me. Some people were really affecting me and I spoke with them and I was very open with them and I gave people, you know, I gave these people a lot of chances and these are people that are my family and I gave them a lot of chances, but like, unfortunately they weren't willing to listen to what I had to say and they said, yeah, yeah no problem. Or they would fight back and try to argue and say, no, it's not the way I am. And there's nothing I can do. So I had to start loving them from a distance because of the effect that it was having on me. You understand? So that's something that we want to do. We want to start cutting off the toxic people from our lives so that we can start feeling better because we are the ones that live with ourselves 24 seven. And right now we are struggling right now. We are having a hard time and we need, and we need more of a supportive, positive environment. And if that's not providing us, it's not, that that's not, that, they're not giving us that then unfortunately we need to love them from a distance so that we can start feeling better. Another thing that we want to stop doing is watching the news. Completely, completely cut that out. Like not even for an hour a day, not even 30 minutes, not even for a scroll or an article, whatever it is, completely cut it out. The news, they 
They make money off fear. That's their thing. They, that's the way they make money. That's the way their ratings go up is by producing more fear because it's an addiction. And what they do, what they do, they understand this addiction so well is what they do is they provide that fear. And once in a while, once in a while, they give you that relief. So you get addicted to it. It's like, oh, my God, something bad is going to happen. Oh, my God. Like, for example, with COVID, I remember, like, I don't watch the news in general, but whenever COVID hit, I started watching the news again because I was really nervous. Just like everybody else in the beginning. I was, I was like, terrified. Like, hey, this is, this is crazy. And even my uncle, my uncle got affected from COVID, and he, he unfortunately passed away, and it was very, it was very scary, and it was like a shock to the entire family. Like, all of a sudden, like, whoa, what's happening? We never experienced this before. It was very scary at the beginning. I know a lot of people also got affected, you know, with their anxiety because of COVID. But I remember when I was watching the news, how much it was affecting me. My anxiety was like starting to increase and I was afraid about everything because I didn't want to get affected. And I remember we got married, me and my wife got married a month beforehand. And like a month later, all of this craziness started to happen. And it was really scary. But after three weeks of watching the news, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm done watching the news. I'm done with it. It's not helping me. Like, I cannot control what's going to happen with me. Yeah, I'm going to take some, you know, safety precautions the best that I can to the best of my ability. I'm going to try my best, whatever it is. And whatever happens, happens. I have no control over that. I have zero control over that. It's not up to me. Yeah, I'm trying to do my part. I'm trying to do my part and trying to, like, you know, keep myself safe, whatever it is. But the thing is that I can't control it. And the news is not giving me that relief. And after three weeks, I started living my life normally again because I was like, this thing is affecting me too much and it's not helping me. It's not helping me. So I started living my life normally. That, that's what I started to do because I was like realizing how much it was affecting me. So we want to cut out the news completely, completely cut it out. It doesn't, doesn't help. And I was waiting for that relief, like telling you like you know, like all of a sudden, okay, the pandemic went away. You know, I was waiting for that, like something good happening. But all I heard was more negativity, negativity, negativity. And it was like, whoa, what, what, what's going on? It was kind of scary. But what we want to do is completely cut off the news completely and also stop watching too much TV. Um, TV also doesn't help us as well. Another big thing is that I remember I spoke about this a few episodes ago is that we need to stop being on social media. We need to cut that out completely. Again, I, I know that's pretty hard to do. And I know that if you do, like you'll come back with it more of a, you know, on a stronger note. But what we want to do is start to minimize it. Start taking a day off, a day off once a week. Take one day off social media. Say, you know what? This week, I'm not sh this day, I'm not going to be on social media. I'm taking a day off. You're going to see how you're going to feel completely different. So we want to cut off social media. But again, I know it's extreme and it's kind of hard. So we want to minimize the amount that we're on it. And number two is that we want to take at least one day a week that we're not going to be on social media. There's that one day. Another, another big thing is that we need to stop drinking caffeine completely. Like I know some people come to me like, what if I have a cup of cup, you know, one, one cup a day or even a half? No, no, no. Like completely, completely cut that out. Trick yourself and put it into decaf. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, not an, I'm not a coffee drinker. I, I don't like coffee. I don't know how people drink it. I just don't get it. I just don't like it, me personally. But I understand that some people, you know, they love it and they enjoy it. But it's not helping us. And we need to cut off the caffeine. And again, I'm not saying forever. Just in the meantime, until you can start healing yourself so they can feel better. Because caffeine has been shown that to increase anxiety. We also want to start 
stop drinking artificial sweeteners, um, high fructose corn syrup, sugar intake. We want to reduce that also completely. Like we want to reduce it significantly as well. I'm not saying to completely shut it out because I know some people like the sweets and it makes them feel much better. But again, we don't want to overdo it with that. But the artificial sweeteners, the artificial coloring, um, the high fructose corn syrup, the GMOs, we want to stop digesting that because it's very hard on the body and it's using a lot of energy and we need the energy guys we need energy and that's taking it away and it's making it worse so we want to stop doing those things also this is another thing is that stop trying to overcome anxiety on your own anxiety is very hard to overcome on your own if you don't have somebody and it doesn't matter whatever outlet you have book podcast coach um, whatever it is that you have we want to have somebody, and I'm. this is my personal opinion about this, is that to have somebody who overcame anxiety, who experienced it because they understand the most of what you actually are experiencing and they know how to overcome it. But we cannot do this on your own. It's impossible because think about it. Think about it. This is something completely new. It's not something that we've ever experienced before because our thoughts are different. Our feelings are different. Our our physical symptoms, the symptoms that we were experiencing, we never experienced this before. It's completely new. We feel like a completely brand new person and it's affecting us tremendously. But if we are going to come with the same mentality and the same thought process in how to deal with situations as we did in the past, we are not going to be able to overcome our anxiety because our thought process has is one of the reasons why we are experiencing an anxiety disorder. It's one of the reasons. Of course, there's other reasons as well, but it's one of the reasons. And we do not have the knowledge, and that's okay. We don't have the knowledge. I didn't. I didn't when I first experienced when I first experienced anxiety. I had no idea what I was going through. I was terrified. I thought there was something really wrong with me. I thought there was. I went insane. So if I would have kept myself to myself and I would not actually try to seek somebody else or try whatever it is I needed to do to overcome my anxiety, I would still be stuck because, again, I know only one way. But whenever we speak with somebody else or hear somebody else or read a book from somebody else, our mind can expand because we're looking at the situation in a different way that we would never seen it if it only came from us because we can only see a certain way. We are limited in what we see and what we know and the way we can actually expand is learning from other people, is connecting with other people and learn from somebody else. We're able to speed up the process that way in overcoming and healing our anxiety. So these are just a few things that we want to instill in us and stop doing in order for us to start healing our anxiety so that we can start feeling much better. And again, take it one one day at a time, one step at a time, and take one thing at a time so that way we can start getting to the place where we want to be is being anxiety-free. If you are looking for a natural remedy in order to help you to deal with your anxiety and help you on your journey to overcome it, I created Calmly CBD where it specifically helps you to calm down your anxiety and panic attacks. And as well, it doesn't make you feel drowsy. It doesn't make you feel sleepy and it helps you to just feel calm to you can actually do things throughout the day like work drive, go out, and do whatever you like in a more calmer state of mind. As well as not addictive or any has any side effects or any withdrawals, 
which this way can actually help you to heal your anxiety and get you to the destination in overcoming your anxiety much quicker. You can click the link that's in the description. It would say Calmly CBD to place your order today. And then right now it's on sale for a limited time where you can buy one and get the second one free. If you did like this episode, please click the like button and leave a five-star review. The reason why I ask is because this way we're able to reach more people. And the more people that we can actually reach, the more people that we can actually help. Because my mission in this world, my purpose is to help people to overcome and heal their anxiety naturally and show them that it's possible to overcome. Thank you guys. Take care. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.